0: you love sports you're in the right place this is the game on podcast with your host christian jones all right what is up everybody we are back with the game on podcast uh, hosted by brownfield news and brownfield online today we have a very special guest coach eric marine he's the head coach of the baseball team how you doing today coach how's it going pretty good man so we really just want to talk about nil name image and likeness how do you feel about it and it coming to texas
1: well, I mean, I can see how it benefits um, certain students. You know, we do have a lot of, we do have some talented people just around this area. I mean, um, the one that comes to mind is the one from playing for Monterey right now. She's, she's, I mean, she's a beast. But if you look at the percentage, it's it's not that many. So it's only going to actually benefit a certain few, which it should, honestly, they deserve that. But if you look at it and just, you know, you take human nature into account, a lot of people are going to try to jump on that. So let's just say you have a student that's not that talented. Well, now you're going to have parents to kind of push them into that direction. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of unneeded pressure on some students that are almost there or not quite there. They're going to get more reps. You know, they're going to that's going to consume their time. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just how I feel about it right there in a nutshell. Are you concerned at all about... So we're 3A. Brownfield is 3A. We're 3. a
0: So does that concern you at all with cuz I mean 3A it's hard to get exposure and that's
1: just how it is. Yeah, so so what's going what anyone this is what I do with now. I mean with even out the window, when this is going to come into play. I have kids now that they feel like they're not being noticed. You know, so they feel like they need to go to friendship and to Cooper to get noticed. And, you know, that they, they do, Friendship Cooper, those bigger schools, they do get a lot of publicity. A lot of big names come out of those areas. You know, they have more kids to choose from. And um. so I do, we do have kids that try to push out into another direction. You know, I had a kid, a, a good kid, you know, come going to Shallow Water. And, you know, Shallow Water already has a good program. You know, now we just lost another good kid over there, you know, which is fine. But yes, of course, I mean, I feel like that might push kids back to Lubbock, you know, and we actually need those kids to stay here to build, you know, to build at least a competitive program. And I'm not even
0: concerned about Lubbock as much because even the Lubbock schools can lose out because they're, I mean, Lubbock, yeah, it's bigger than Brownfield, but it's not huge by any means. So even Lubbock schools, Friendship, Cooper, all that stuff are going to bounce and they're going to go to the Metroplex.
1: And you're probably right because I mean, a lot of of kids that live in Lubbock, a lot of parents there, they probably had you know, if they have a connection to the Metroplex area, I'm sure that yeah, let's 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 um let's transfer over there. Yeah, of course.
0: So that's that's probably my biggest concern is that we're going to lose athletes, mm-hmm. and I mean that's just not ever a good thing. Another thing I'm concerned about is within the team the camaraderie. Let's say we do have a player on Brownfield's squad that is exceptional. You know, it does everything well, it does nothing bad. Gets offered an nil deal, is getting all this money, all this stuff off his name, image, and likeness. And then from that you have the rest of the team, right? Well, I mean, you can't function by yourself, so the rest of the team is going to get jealous.
1: You're, you're definitely, you're. It's definitely gonna, it's definitely gonna put a wrench in the chemistry because you know now you're gonna, and we, we have this even now, you know, you'll have that kid that doesn't feel as special as that other kid, and it could, it, you're right, it could just, I mean, it could just destroy the whole chemistry of the team. Um, we have not seen that, so I'm kind of curious to see if that ever happens. Like, how does, it, how is that going to affect the overall team? I'm all about team first. The unit comes before the individual. You know what? Instead of saying, well, I want to do this, you should, they should be asking themselves, what can I do to help the team? And if you notice toward, toward the end of our season, you started seeing that. You started seeing more of a team bond where everybody's doing their small part to just to just help the entire unit. And we started being becoming successful. And that is where my whole motto comes from, you know, win united, lose divided. Uh, you
0: talked about your team already. Let's go ahead and flop into that your okay. baseball season. You've made comments in the past, you know, after games and stuff like that, even after whenever your season ended, that you felt like you overcame expectation from a lot of people. What made you feel like that?
1: Well, um, you know, we're at, we're, we're, <laughs> our, my program's at the end. So everybody's, and then summer's just like right there, like you can just literally grab it. So everybody's tired. Everybody just wants to get time off. You know, and we don't we don't get a lot of a lot of support like other programs do. So it's like, you know, like oh, well, it's okay. It's just baseball, you know. So I, I'm kind of, kind of. I feel like I'm kind of at the back burner a little bit. So I have to deal with that, and then, well, of course, my my kids feel that way too. And then, you know, so I I have to come up with ways to motivate them to just keep driving on. So I feel, you know, and then plus I had a lot of young kids this year. I mean, I really did. I had two seniors, you know, and they're going up against people that they've never seen before. Bigger people. Have you seen like, when, I mean, when we faced New Home, they were all giants. Shallow water was towering over us. But the fact that they stayed in the game and just played the game, that really impressed me. I mean, I was actually amazed too. I mean, it's they surpassed my expectations. Honestly, thought we were going to go in there and we were just going to be, hey, this is going to be a rebuild year. Let's mm-hmm. just not get 10 run ruled and let's just go on to fight, you know, another day, but we 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 came out with some wins. You know, we beat New Home. New Home's going to state tournament. You know, we beat some pretty good Lubbock Christian. We beat some good teams and and I'm really excited about next year. You know, if all the kids stay focused, we should be really competitive next year as well.
0: Well, and the good thing is you split with Denver City. Yes. I
1: mean, they're in district
0: and they're a really good team. They are a good and team. And you I mean, you lost one, you were ahead at the beginning, dropped it. Yeah. We came back. We learned from that. We were down in the first what four innings? Yes. And then came back and we won that one. Yes, sir. So moving on from that, you do have a you had a young roster. Now what are you gonna do to help these kids? Not only coming in but the kids that are now seniors what are we teaching them
1: what i have to teach them is going to be something that i've learned in the past is i have to keep them focused i run into them hey we're good and no one can touch us and i gotta i gotta schedule games where they're going to be challenged i need to let them i need them to understand that the that the work the work ethic doesn't stop the grind does not stop You have to go in every day thinking there's somebody out to get you. You need to work harder than them. And that's going to be a tough challenge for me because I'm outnumbered. I'm going to have almost 11 seniors. So I got to really come in with a lot of energy next year.
0: Yeah, that's a big part of it. I understand, man. Being a senior is tough. It's tough because you're not only dealing with your sport. You're dealing with graduation, yes. Other stuff. Senior it's- pictures.
1: I mean, I get calls. Hey, can I borrow the field senior pictures? It's like, well, hey, coach, what time are we finishing um, practice? I got to go get a haircut for my senior. You know, and I don't want to take that away from the kid either because that's this is their last year. You know, you got to allow them. It's got to be a balance. It's like, okay, you have to allow them to be a kid too, you know. But man, I want you to, you know, you need to give effort as well. So it's very tough on me that I have to find a balance in there where I keep him focused. But at the same time, allow him time to enjoy his life.
0: So you have a lot of camps going right now. Yes, sir. What exactly are we working
1: on and what's the difference between old and young? Okay, so I have two I split my camp into two age groups. I split them through second, incoming second through incoming fifth, which is my elementary level. Um there honestly, I had coordination, catching and throwing. That's the biggest, that's the that's the biggest Basic of baseball. If you can't catch and throw, then you're not going to be too productive. So we focused on a lot of catching and throwing, just 10 fingers, facing the ball, getting sideways when you throw. Just keeping your eye on the ball. Batting is, I taught today, a lot of bat safety. (laughs) Just, hey, when you have the bat in your hand, don't be swinging it around. And just keeping your eye on the ball. We weren't focused on linear swinging or linear stances or rotational or anything like that. So we kept it very basic with the young kids and we, we make it fun for them. Okay. I brought my little, I have Ivans. I call them whether I shouldn't say that word. They're (laughs) little silhouettes, you know, there's, there's silhouettes and they're targets that we used in the military, which, um, I had, I knew a guy at the range and he just gave me like, he gave me 50 of those. So I have them out there. I stand them up and, you know, the kids throw to them. Well, you know, if you don't throw it hard enough, it's not going to fall. So it teaches a lot of arm strength and accuracy. So we do stuff like that, like, Hey, knock down the silhouette, you know, and um so fun games like that. My older group, we go into more of uh what they might see as a freshman. Now we're throwing our throwing progression our technique, how we throw, how we lean, how we shift our weight. When we're batting, now we're talking about where you stand on the plate, measure up. We're talking about inside pitches and outside pitches. So it just it's just another level up. And that's just a basic still, because when they come to high school, we add on to that. And then after JV, they'll go to varsity, we add on to that. So it's just every level is an add-on. And the kid and the family, that accept that there is another another level out there and you open your mind to that level and you absorb what that level has to offer, they're the ones that progress. There's a lot of times I get kids, well, I already know everything. Well, I mean, if you know everything, then I, I can't teach you anything. So you're kind of stuck and everybody that is learning passes that kid. So we'll see what happens next year with that.
0: You brought up 10 fingers. What exactly is that?
1: Uh, 10 fingers, just like, you know, of course, you know you have 10 fingers on your hands, just they're out in front of you. So everywhere the ball moves, your your fingers go with it. And it just, it just telling it's just showing them to keep their eyes on the ball and their hands where the ball needs to be, kind of working your eye-hand coordination.
0: So I kind of want to fly back over to the NIL. Okay. High school in a lot of ways is the only thing we have left where, well, until now, Kids aren't getting paid. Right. Kid, I mean, in college, you're getting paid. Pros, obviously, you're getting paid. Do you feel like bringing the NIL to Texas, it's already in Louisiana, is going to ruin the purity of the sport?
1: Well, that's difficult to say because it's not here. Now, I mean, money is the root of all evil. So, I mean, if you start bringing money into any situation, and this is what happened with a lot of the traveling teams, you know, around the area, you know, you had these traveling teams and I was a part of them when they first were developed and it was great. It was all about learning the game and going to getting reps, you know, and quality reps. Well, now it's in, it's like, well, you know, of course people that bring their kid in in there, they're like doctors and lawyers and they're putting sponsorship in your program. Well, of course that's gonna sway. I mean, everybody says that's not gonna sway. Yes, it is. It's gonna sway you in some way, shape or form because if, if you don't have money and this guy's pumping money, he's like, oh, well, I gotta get this guy a rep, you know? You know, I got I got coaches that come and volunteer, you know, and yeah, I mean, we got to we got to help his kid out. You know, we got to look after the people that take care of our programs as well. So I would say it, it may it may destroy a lot of the things that we hold traditions to.
0: Not even just the tradition. It's, you know, we watch high school sports and a lot of people favor high school sports because the kids aren't playing for anything but to win.
1: It's all about heart. It's
0: all about heart. Mm-hmm. How bad do you want it? How hard are you willing to work in the off season and in season and stuff like that? And I'm afraid that's going to be jeopardized. And you're you're
1: probably right because if you look at some of our well, some of our athletes, I've ran into a couple, even even my own son. You know, he had already signed with Midland Midland College, and he was a he was into a senior year, and he'd get up there, and I, I could see it on his face. You know, he wasn't pitching well, and then I would pull him out. I'm like, well, and I start I start yelling at him because he's one you know he's my son. He's like, well, what? I already got I already got offered. I'm like, oh, oh, I see, I see. It's okay, you got offered. Well, tell your coach to, to start you in the next game. Oh, wait, he can't do that, you know? So uh, yeah, of course, you know, you start throwing money and there's like, well, pff, I'm already getting paid. I mean, so what? I mean, but then again, on that flip side, it's like, well, I got to keep going or I'm not going to get paid. So the, the point is, is you're not going to have a, the motivation changes. And like you said, purity, I like that word, you know, in pure of heart, you know, that's where your, your motivation should come from. It should come from your soul.
0: And I mean, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I feel like it's being complacent is the fear becoming complacent with where you're at, not moving forward, not progressing is what I fear NIL name, image and likeness is going to bring to high school sports. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm really afraid of that for everybody. Yes. 3A, 4A, 5A, doesn't matter what A. If it comes to you, it could not be great. Now, the thing is, we also can't speak on it yet because there's not any regulations on it. Right. So with that in mind, what regulations would you like to see on something like name, image, and likeness? Well, you'd
1: have to come in. I mean, this is going to be one of those trial and error things. I mean, if you look at this thing, I mean... I have no idea. I mean, this is this is huge. I mean, I it's it's crazy that I actually have to even consider this, even when you mentioned it there, like two weeks ago or something like I've never even it never even crossed my mind. OK, I, I'm not big on watching a lot of pro sports. The only pro thing I kind of watch like really good is probably MMA. But, you know, you look at it and it's like when you got the money involved, I mean, look at it. There's a lot of bad things that can go wrong with this thing. And my thing is, is you're dealing you're still dealing with children. You know, and you got to understand that a child's mind doesn't work like an adult mind. And then, of course, your parents are going to come in and try to regulate that thing. But they probably won't have any idea either. They're going to have to go get a lawyer. You're going to have to get lawyers now to look at those contracts and see if everything is in place. But like you said, well, what kind of regulations are going to come in? I mean, there has to be some type of limitations on what you can and can't do. Exactly. And I mean, like college, there's not any. Mm -hmm. There's very
0: once NIL came to college ball, there's very few regulation. I mean, there's kids getting signed for Lamborghini. Right. And they don't even do ads. Right. Lamborghini, Call of Duty, Ford, all these huge things. And it's impacting college sports as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have big name schools like Texas, Alabama, Florida, USC. They can pay for these athletes. Right. I mean, we had Texas Tech had one, Quinn Ewers, number one recruit ever. He was considered at Tech, but he left and went to Texas because of the money. Right. The NIL, the exposure. And that just rose back into high school. I mean, you bring it here, once again, you're going to have kids going to the Metroplex, exposure, money,
1: NIL deals. Or trying to go. Or trying mm-hmm. to, exactly. And that's, these. I got to say, that's going to be the worst thing when you're trying to do that and you get there and then you fail. So you've just wasted all that time and all, maybe even money. Yeah, I mean, right. that,
0: that happens in college sports, too. I mean, you transfer from D2 or even NAIA. And you go to college because you're going to go to D one because you're like oh well, better exposure right you get there you fail mm-hmm. what do you do that's not just I mean that's not just money and career that's
1: that's mental, mental yes you're right
0: that's a huge mental aspect failing like that major I mean that's life altering and you're
1: right because when I when I was playing here and I you know I was all district and I I, I thought I was the best. You know, I had no idea there was other levels out there and I didn't know any of that. I went to love a Christian and I was like, oh my God, I'm not the best. I'm like, I'm not even near the best. I like I shouldn't even be here. You know, and that was a that was like a almost like a, a meltdown for me mentally. And it took me months to recover from that. As a matter of fact, I ended up quitting anyway, because I was like, oh, I'm just gonna quit. And I should not have done that because if I would have just stuck with the program, I might have, I might have started maybe a senior, junior, or why would I gave myself that shot? You know, so you're right.
0: I mean, I feel that exact same way. I mean, even coming from Shallow Water and going to Wayland to run track, it's NAIA, but man,
1: it's another it's level. It's still different. <laughs> yes. You know,
0: I'm not competing within my little three A district. I'm competing worldwide. Yes. I mean, these kids are coming from everywhere to mm-hmm. run, to play, to do anything. And it, it hurt it hurt me mentally. Right. Because I got there and I thought the same thing. You know, I was running here and I was like, oh I'm the best. There's no reason to even compete. I'm doing great. Right. Got over there. I, uh, it hurt my, my ego a yes, little bit, of it was course. ego of hit, of course, but another thing I want to talk about is transfer portal.
1: Okay.
0: Transfer portal in college. I see that happening in high school. I definitely, I mean, we, we, they transfer now and you can close transfers off in high school, but do you think the way it's formulated in college is going to dribble down as like the NIL has in the high school?
1: Well, uh, a lot of schools and a lot of districts have transfer policies, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not too familiar with them, but it and every district is different. I know ours is um I don't actually I don't even know what ours is. I haven't looked at it lately, but there's some that are like, "Well, if this district is not meeting the state qualifications, they're allowed to transfer it to somewhere else." And um but of course a lot of schools, that affects numbers, too, because, I mean, if you got too many people flowing in, well, now your your classification just changed. A lot of schools don't like changing classifications because, you know, you're not you're not able to compete on that level because, you know, they're bigger schools. I remember when we went to 4A, it was very difficult for us to compete. So, yeah, you're exactly right. The transfer portals, they're, it's going to change a lot of policies. You're going to have schools come in now and they're going to have to re redo what, who they're going to allow in and who they're not going to allow in because I mean, but then you as a school district, you want that exposure too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, I mean, why wouldn't you want that? Like, yeah, well, you know, we got all the, you know, every school in Texas wants to be, you know, known throughout the state. Of course you do. Everybody does. So, but it's very curious to see where this is going to lead up and I'm, I'm going to sit and I'm just going to watch, watch this develop. It's going to be very entertaining. <laughs>
0: Is there going to be anything that you tell your kids specifically, I mean, like your team and stuff like that, getting prepared for these times? Because we are in a weird time for sports. It's transitioning.
1: Something that I've learned when my son, you met my son, when he was going through this thing, I thought he was one of the best. And we actually met an ex-pro player that played for the Cardinals, one of those pitching coaches. And I just sat down with him and, you know, we went to this, this tournament in Missouri and all the kids there, they looked exact. And it was, there was over, what, 30 teams they all look the same. They were all hitting. I mean, you couldn't differentiate one from the other. That means they were all on the same level. And I asked him, I go, well, I mean, God, look at look at all these kids. I go, how do you go above everything else? And he looked at me. He's like, honestly, I'm gonna tell you right now, there's people on this planet that are just born for the sport. They're born for the sport. And when those kids actually go out and work, you'll they'll you'll you'll see them out here. He's like, right now they're not out here. He's like, because they're very rare. So that just let me know. He's like, well, he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, honestly, yeah, it's good to work hard. And yeah, you'll get your foot in the door. You might slime your way in. He's like, but there's going to be that beast out there. And he's just it. And there's nothing you can do to overcome him. And I and it, that was a little depressing. It's like, but then, he, you know, I started, I started thinking back. I was like, man, he's right. You know, I mean, he's right. I mean, you look at evolution. There's, of course, there's different types of humans. I was like, well, why wouldn't there be different types of athletes? Of course there is. So... That was very interesting, and it it really, it really you know, I took all that in. So, you know, what I would tell my kids now is, like, you know, work hard. Always give yourself a shot. You know, go out and just go out to be the best. And if you fail, at least you'll have it in there saying, well, at least I tried. I always tell them to have a second option. I go, I understand you want to go here, but what about this? You know, I ask my kids all the time, well, where, where are you trying to go? Well, I'm trying to go to Tech, okay, or Notre Dame. I'm like, okay, those are good schools. Those are great schools. I go, how about let's just... Go look at Howard Payne or go look at West Texas. Hardin Simmons. Yes, Hardin Simmons. Go look at Midland. You know, I go put keep those up there, but let's put some in between, you know? And let's look at those and let's look at their degree plans and let's look at their programs. So I always try to throw in those smaller schools as well because I mean, we're you know, we we've already seen that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they can they can't get there, but I'm just saying have a backup plan. That's all I'm saying. So what we're
0: doing now is we're trying to teach these kids how to not have the massive failures. Yes. You know, always have your second backup plan. Yes. Have your major goal, but if you don't reach it, realize you have other options.
1: You know, and I had a lot of, you know, a lot of when I, when I talk like that, you know, kids like, well, I feel like you're just trying to crush my dream. And I'm like, I'm not trying to crush your dream. I'm showing you how high to, you need to jump, you know? And no matter, sometimes no matter how hard you work your legs, you might not get what you want to get. But at least you're like, okay, well, i reached this level and let me see what's on that level. Look at the state of Texas. Oh, all those schools are on my level. Now start going for those.
0: Well, and the smaller schools are stepping stones.
1: Yes, you know, exactly. That's, that's what
0: they're, I hate to say it, but unfortunately that's what, that's useful No, you're all exactly
1: right. You know, when I, when I talk to Chile, I like talking to Chile about Midland and all He's like, yeah, he's like, Dad, yeah. he's, like, yeah. he's like, I had no idea. He's like, but you know what? I'm glad I came here because now I know what it took to go to a D1 school. You know, a lot of people, some people are blessed where they just, they just have it. They can just go in. He's like, but a lot of us, the majority don't have that. And it's, if you look at the tech roster, the baseball roster, I mean, half those kids are transfers anyway. And they're, and they got one of the best teams in the nation. So, I mean, I I, don't, I I like small schools. I feel like it doesn't, it's not all about the hype and you have room to grow and you have room to just absorb everything that the sport has to offer.
0: I feel like it teaches you more Yes. as an not just sports wise, but as yes. a as an and adult, you, know,
1: you want to go back to that rule. That rule comes into play. We're gonna. I feel like we're gonna lose that. We're gonna lose the opportunity to just teach and enjoy the game.
0: Purity, purity's gone. Yeah, and that's one of the massive things. That's why I wanted to sit down and talk about it with a coach. I haven't yet. Yeah, and I know that coaching. It can change.
1: It can. It's going to change it, due to this. And, you know, honestly, I mean, you looking at it now, it's like, well, now, now you got this guy that can make those type of athletes, you know, now, well, now the regular coach, he's out of a job. Oh, man, I got to go get my second option going.
0: <laughs> well, no, that's, that actually can lead me into a huge, a great question. How are you preparing to change for these NIL rules and these transfer rules and all this stuff For coming the, to well you. you
1: know knowing is half the battle so the first thing i need to do is just know exactly what's on that paper see those guidelines and well we're gonna adjust fire from there
0: i know it's early it's really early i mean your baseball season just ended ended well i mean you got knocked off by shallow water in two games but y'all fought well whenever you played yeah in the first four innings of both of those games it felt like it was a game. It was a game. It was a game. You know, there was one inning in each game where it it just, it flopped. Yes. You know, and in that last game specifically, y'all made three errors that resulted in three runs. Exactly. And that was a turning point. That was a turning point. I'm curious, and I know it's early, but I want to know what your preview is for next year. What are you thinking goal-wise?
1: If we stay on course, if we don't lose anyone and we stay on course, we're I, if we stay on course, we should be, we should win district next year. We win district, we should reach the area around, just like Denver City did. Now, when you're, re- you're reaching that area around, you're facing teams like Idaloo, you'll run into shallow water again, you'll run into bushland, that's where it's going to be tough. Okay, But I, if we stay on course, we'll definitely we can definitely reach area. So you're saying that a lot. You have repeatedly said, "Stay on course." What do you mean by that? Well, you know, you can't control young lives. You can't control what they do when they're not in your program. You know, you got, you got life just hits you. You know, I don't know. You got. I mean, I've ran into multiple things already, but you know, things don't go your way, and you your your plan starts to falter because you know you can't you can't control the kids. They're gonna be kids, and they're gonna do what they need to do.
0: All right, Coach Rye, appreciate it. Okay. Thank you for coming. Once again, guys, thank you all for coming and listening to Game On Podcast by Brownfield News. I'm your host, Christian Jones, signing off.